0: Rip these walls out and, of uh, course, rewire it. Yeah, are you going to make it all 220? Yeah, 220, 221, whatever it takes.
1: Hey, guys, it's Pete with Starting Strength, and we have a few new things to go over on our regular list of events, so let's get to it. Starting Strength Seminars coming up September 11th through the 13th in Wichita Falls, October 16th through the 18th in Denver, Starting Strength Denver, and then back to Wichita Falls in December 11th through the 13th. We have a new self-sufficient lifter camp on the list that will be on October 31st in Wichita Falls, where we go over the squat, the press, and the deadlift, teach you how to film the lifts, and then teach you how to diagnose and correct your own technique. We have a new squat camp on the list at Starting Strength Houston, in Houston, obviously, on October 17th. And we still have some spots for our coaching development camp on August 29th in Denver, Colorado at Starting Strength Denver. Minneapolis, August 30th, we have three spots left for our squat and deadlift camp. And then we're also having a squat and deadlift camp in Moody's, Connecticut at Anino Strength and Conditioning on September 19th. Singapore will have their three-lift camp on November 29th, covering the squat, the press, and the deadlift. And then we'll be in Chicago at Chicago Strength and Conditioning on September 12th for a nutrition camp. We have a few meets on the list. Phoenix, Arizona on October 30th at Weights and Plates will be holding their strength-lifting meet. And Wichita Falls will be holding their strength-lifting meet on November 14th. Testify Strength and Conditioning is holding their USA Weightlifting meet on December 5th, and 5x3 Training in Baltimore will be holding their Stronger Together meet, which is a partner meet, on December 6th. We're happy to announce Starting Strength Portland is on the list for our newest Starting Strength gym. Starting Strength gyms are a great place to come get some coaching for less than 30 bucks a session. If you're looking for other locations or just more information in general, head over to locations.startingstrengthgyms.com. And as usual, for more details and registration information for any of the events that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage
2: Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. It's Friday, and guess what? We're going to do something stupid today. We're going to let you talk to me. This is the dumbest goddamn thing. The stupidest idea anybody ever had. It's not my idea. Just get this out of the way and right up front. It's not my idea. I fought it, but we didn't have anything else to do, so... You know, I agreed to take your calls live here on Tuesday afternoon, record this, and then somehow use this, uh, if there's anything usable in it, for the podcast coming up a week from Friday. So just so you'll know, we're recording this on the 11th of August, and we'll be using this on 12, 13, 14 plus seven is twenty one august Friday is that right? I have that arithmetic sounds, right. sounds good we've got and so here's our situation we've got we've got editing capacity we have editing capability. You'll notice that when we do these podcasts like right now, you'll see me go like this and then the shot goes back like this that's editing right we're editing things we usually edit out me wheezing and coughing and you know covid-19 activity that sort of thing you know whenever people give me bad news about shit in the middle of middle of the recording you know then uh you know and you'll see the picture jump around a little bit usually you can't tell on the audio but in this particular case, uh, you may be able to hear this on the audio. Oh, and here's the other fun thing. This audio, the audio of this call-in show is is going to air live just as soon as Nick turns this damn thing oh, on. Oh, we're already live. We're already live. You've
3: got 160 listeners. you got five people on hold. I
2: thought you said we had 66 people on hold.
3: No, we've got five on hold, 169 watching right now, watching a.k.a. listening. Listening.
2: Yeah. Same thing as listening. Yes. Right. So the, is the video going out right now? Nope. Just the audio. It's just
3: your beautiful voice, and there's a, picture, you a, a picture of you in a Hawaiian shirt.
2: Well, we got the Boogaloo shirt on. Yeah. Okay. The, the reason I wear the Boogaloo shirt is because I advocate the violent overthrow of the government of the United States of America. Isn't that obvious to everyone? Having said that, I'm probably ineligible for office, right?
3: You are now, yeah. I am now. You've got to answer that question on the.
2: They still ask you that question.
3: Form when you buy a gun,
2: right? I ever advocated the. Well, I was just kidding, right? Does everybody understand that I'm kidding? Is it vi- is it advocate the violent overthrow with the gun, or is it is it uh, I think having more, participated? I think it's in an antifa riot. Re- no, I haven't so done solution.
3: that. Yeah, if you if you did an antifa riot, you're good.
2: Antifa riots, no big deal, yeah. right? Especially if your governor's a Democrat, right? Okay. Well, goddamn. You want to try this uh, against my better judgment. Oh, let's go ahead and try this. So turn it on and I'll be able to let me ask, I'll be able to hear the 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 caller's voice. That is the
3: plan. Let's see what happens. In my headphones. Let's, let's see if happens. this actually works. All this
2: Here, electronic gadgetry. Here's our first caller. Here's the first caller. I'm getting a little dial tone looking thing. now. That's a ringing tone. So we're calling them back, right? what's up? Uh, well, Hello? we'll find out. Hey. Talk to me,
4: Rip. What's up? Speaking uh, Zev from Israel. How are you? Uh, fine, good.
2: Zev, what's going on?
4: It's a big honor. It's a big honor to talk to you, and I just wanted to—I wanted to ask—how um, did you manage your time during the college when you learned
2: during college? COVID. During yes. COVID. No, he when said college when you did your degree uh, geology yeah. degree how when did i did you manage my geology degree how did i manage my time very very yeah. how poorly you, how,
4: you, how, how could you train um, like I,
2: train and learn i you, zev you you mistake me for a serious individual uh, when i was in college i was not a serious individual and uh, i somehow managed to retain most of my geology uh, but, uh, do not, uh, confuse me for someone who was a good student. Cause I certainly was not, and, you know, I got by on a little bit higher than average intelligence and, uh, and essentially very little mathematics apt- aptitude. And I, you know, I didn't, you know, I just, I just worked as hard as I could, but I didn't have anybody to tell me. How to actually do this? I never had any counseling about how to study, how to what to sign up for in school. I was flying by the seat of my pants, and uh, I blame the public school system in the United States for that. Uh, you know, they have this—they <clears throat> have these people uh, that they refer to as counselors at in in the schools. Like there's a, there's a counselor's office in my high school. There's a counselor's office on the second floor. I think I saw a counselor, uh, for a counselor's appointment one time in four years. And at no point did the counselor ask me, what do you plan to do in college? And if, oh, okay, well, if that's what you want to do, these are the courses you need to take here in high school at no point was that advice offered to me. So it's probably their fault.
4: Yeah, they don't give a shit. They, no, they can't
2: be fired. You know, they just sat up there in their office and smoked all goddamn day. It was just, it was sickening. It was a sickening experience. So uh, so I'd have to say one of the best things about the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, the pandemic of the novel COVID-19 virus, the coronavirus that has killed such a high percentage of the world's population is that it shut down the public schools here in the United States. The best possible outcome.
4: <laughs> yeah, but today today people can learn from their own pieces from home. Yes, like, see, today you can learn from home
2: if you want to and if you know how.
4: Yeah, that, that's so. what I'm planning to do. I'm going to uh, an open university. In about one year. Right. So this is what I'm
2: going to do. Well, good. Good. Good luck yeah, to you, Zev. Thanks for calling in.
4: Yeah, another question. What is your, um, uh, James, uh, the most, uh, best
2: James Bond movie? The best James Bond movie? Yeah.
4: That's your oh, mind.
2: the best one that's ever been filmed was, uh, Skyfall. No doubt. <clears throat> Hands down, Skyfall. All right, later. That wasn't too right. bad,
3: first call. Got, no, no, no. Not from Israel? Zev
2: makes annoying posts on the internet, on the <laughs> on the board occasionally, and uh, we know who he is. Um, I, I all can't right, really if you guys are either. calling
3: in, give, give him a second to reply because there's a delay, so don't start talking too quickly. All right.
1: Hi, Rip. Uh, I'm a big fan of your content. Um, I'm an aspiring Olympic weightlifter. Right, And uh, I just wanted to get your, uh, your opinion or your kind of predictions on uh, the future of the sport, both in the United States and, and kind of across the world.
2: Well, uh, in the United States, uh, Olympic weightlifting got a uh, tremendous shot in the arm from CrossFit. Uh, more people were exposed to both barbells and to the snatch and a clean and jerk through CrossFit than has ever happened in the history of the sport. And as is generally the case with most national governing bodies, USA Weightlifting managed to squander this opportunity. And uh, the sport is no more popular now than it was 20 years ago. Uh, they just, the, the, the USA Weightlifting just doesn't know what to do. The poor things just don't know what to do. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Olympic weightlifting. I've coached it. I've participated in it. uh, Got good friends. I mean, we've uh, we've been intimately involved with the sport since 1985. And, you know, all I hear from the Olympic weightlifting community is that Rip doesn't know anything about Olympic weightlifting. All Rip knows is powerlifting. He doesn't know anything about the snatch, and he's never coached an Olympic weightlifter. And I, you know, I hear this shit over and over and over again, and it just gets to the point where I don't care about Olympic weightlifting. These people are too stupid to be alive, you know. And uh, the last I heard, uh, just yesterday, in fact, was that now there's a Black Lives Matter protest by one of the lifters about wanting to, wanting to be on the Olympic weightlifting team because Black Lives Matter. Uh, I, I, I would much rather we get back to where lifters totals matter. But it's easier if Black Lives Matter, and that's why you get on the Olympic team. And uh, oh, I don't know, it's just not worth the time. It's just not worth worrying about. If you want to, if you like Olympic weightlifting, you want to p- compete in the two lifts. Uh, the only advice I'd have to you is that you you cannot think about it the way uh, most Olympic weightlifting coaches in the United States think about it. Uh, they want to pretend as though the snatch and the clean and jerk are training the snatch and the clean and jerk are skills that express strength and explosion. And how do we develop strength and explosion? Well, first you, you really can't develop explosion. You can improve it a little bit, but if you're not explosive, you're not going to be a real good Olympic weightlifter unless you get very very strong. And how do you get very very strong? Has anybody ever gotten very very strong doing the snatch and the clean and jerk only? No, they haven't. Nobody anyway. You could take all the dietabol and testosterone in the world and still not get strong if all you're going to do is the snatch and the clean and jerk. The way you get strong is you squat and you deadlift, and you press, and you bench press. Yes, Olympic lifters need to bench press. Not much, but they need to bench press. And then, as you get stronger, you practice turning strength into snatch and clean and jerk. You have to practice it quite a bit. But strength does not come from the snatch and the clean and jerk. Because the snatch and the clean and jerk are not limited by your strength. Strictly, they are limited by your ability to explode with a heavy weight. And that's a different thing than pushing on the last rep of a set of five squats. It's a completely different thing. So, uh, what we have been doing in Olympic weightlifting coaching for the past 40 or 50 years, 50 or 60 years, actually, since the days of York is pretending that all you have to do is snatch and clean a jerk and get your technique really, really, really good. If you have really, really good technique, then you'll win. And what has been demonstrated to us time and again is that people with really bad technique will walk in and kill your ass if they're real, real strong. Because strength makes up for bad technique. So you want to be an Olympic lifter. You got to, you got to squat. You got to deadlift. You got to press. You got to clean a jerk. You got to snatch. Right. You got to do all of it, but you have to train. You have to train the squat and train the deadlift. In other words, you don't just do some squats after you're through with your snatches and clean a jerk. You have to. Train the squat to be stronger than it was the last time you squatted. If you're squatting 250 for a set of five, then next week you have to squat 250 to five for a set of five. Now, this sounds remarkably simple, doesn't it? But, uh, but it it is remarkably simple. It's remarkably logical. But I've actually heard people, (laughs) I actually offered the opinion about 15, 20 years ago that, you know, yeah, if you're at the Olympic Training Center and uh, you've got an apartment at the Olympic Training Center, you're a resident athlete at the Olympic Training Center, and that if your squat and deadlift weren't going up, then uh, you, you needed to program them to go up so that you would get stronger and thus add weight to your total. And uh, the response to this suggestion was, was, well, what if, what if they don't go? What if they don't go up? You just, just going to send the athletes home?" And I said, "Well, yeah. You, you make room in the dormitory for somebody who will work harder. Yeah, that's that's what you do." And if, you know what, if you, if you ask the athletes to do that, they'll do it. But if you don't ask them because you're too stupid to understand the relationship between strength, and which is developable, uh, developable which is trainable, between strength and the snatch and clean and jerk, then you don't need to be a coach. You need to be fired. You need to be replaced by somebody with more intelligence or more awareness of the requirements of their job. So my advice to you is just keep strength in the front of your mind while you're doing a whole lot of practice with a snatch and a clean and jerk. Yeah, I've got it. That. Thank you very much. Thanks for the call.
5: Hello. Hello, Rip. It's Rip. Hey, rip, uh, nice speaking with you. This is Steven fr- calling from New Jersey,
2: Steven from New Jersey.
5: Yeah. Hi. Um, What's I happening. Stephen? doing well, I, I found a way to smuggle in some barbells and plates, um, they didn't catch me. Um,
2: well, not yet, Not yet they'll be going through their driver's license records right now, checking for anyone. Mm-hmm whose first name is Steven, and uh, you're probably 20 minutes away from a knock on the door, Steve. Uh, you know what I would do? I'd shoot him back out into the yard if it was me. You shoot through the door.
3: They can't have guns yeah. in New Jersey.
2: There's no, no guns. guns. Oh, he hasn't got a gun. Yeah, That's right. Steve's, yes, he doesn't have guns. Steve's. Hard. He's yeah. helpless.
5: Uh, I got a baseball bat, but uh, no, no guns. But. Yeah,
2: yeah, Right. Yeah, yeah, we understand.
5: But you do have good pizza,
2: so. It, it's right. Well, at least the, at least there's that. But you got to you got to take. You can't go eat it in the fucking place, though, right?
5: <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Right, got it. Well, um, I like to think of myself as somebody that actually follows the program. Uh, I'm uh, Everybody likes like to think
2: it. of themselves that way, Stephen, and nobody does it though. Yes. So. Uh. uh
5: six feet tall, 270. Um, right now my press is 275. Um, Best bench is 400 for three. Uh, I just did this morning, 365, uh, five by five. Um, best deadlift is 635, um, 585 for two. My squat. uh, I wanted to ask you about that. My best squat is 500 for two. And I feel like it's still far behind the rest of my lifts. Um, I do hit parallel. I video it, um, but is that a normal drop off from squat to deadlift?
2: At, at your level of training advancement, no. Your your squat is a little behind. Uh, how oh, long okay. you been training this?
5: Um, training the right way,
3: probably
2: yeah. about two years. On our, our program, about two years. You know, at your height and your your body weight, that's prob and and with only two years. That's probably not terrible. That's probably not terrible. I would say that over the next three years, uh, your deadlift is going to approach seven, and your squat will be up in the neighborhood of 635, somewhere in there, 650 maybe. So that as you get uh, further along in your training, your squat will get a little bit more uh, close to your deadlift uh, right now, uh, with only that much training behind you, I think you're probably not in a in a terrible position. I I would expect the squat to be a little heavier than that, and one of the one of the things that could pro- probably account for that is uh, a technique issue. Uh, we, we see so many people uh, in the course of our seminars and, and training camps. And almost without exception, most people show up with too vertical a back angle. There's still a lingering little molecule somewhere in your brain stem that, that is telling you that the squat is legs and the squat is hips. The squat is hips, and in order to effectively use your hips, you have to bend over more into a more horizontal back angle than the little legs molecule in your brain stem wants you to bend over. So uh, I think that uh, uh, some coaching would probably help this. Uh, do you have a starting strength coach?
5: Uh, I do not um, in the air. I prefer to meet somebody in person. It's a little tough right now in the, in the Northeast to oh, get it's, places. It's tough in the
2: Northeast to get lunch, you know, yeah, everything's tough in the Northeast because the fucking criminals that run the Northeast have, have made it that way. Uh, it, I mean, you're serious enough about this. I think you ought to come to a seminar here. We're in Wichita Falls in September we're in Denver in October and we're back in Wichita Falls in December so uh, you know if you get if you get down here we can fix it and it doesn't take us very long and there's a whole bunch of other information in the seminar that would benefit you and your training uh, so uh, but failing that I would just encourage you to read everything we've we've written about the back angle in the squat about the idea that having something to think about about doing when the weight gets heavy is very 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 useful it's much more useful than just having to stand there and think about oh god fuck this is heavy right now back when i was competing i didn't know anything about this i squatted 622 one time i don't know how but because i had no idea about driving the hips but apparently i just stumbled into some version of it accidentally but the if you take the bar out of the rack and it's a heavy heavy weight and the thing on your mind is not fear of the weight of getting stapled to the platform but a technical task that you have to execute during the next ten seconds. It gives you something to focus on, and it gives you and that focus. That focus is uh, uh, the basis of your good technique, which is extremely important under limit loads. You you can't do limit loads successfully with less than. Perfect technique. And if you can teach yourself to think about the thing, to cue yourself about the Mm -hmm. thing that produces good technique under a limit weight, then you can do limit weights easier. Now, you have to practice this. Because one of the first things that wants to leave when the weight gets real, real heavy is focus. So uh, my advice to you, I mean, you're doing real well you know, you're a big strong guy and uh you're gonna get stronger. And uh uh I mean it, for training a couple of years you're moving real good numbers. But uh I you know if you've an investment in your training is not a bad idea and I'd encourage you to show up at a seminar. You'll enjoy the time. Thanks yeah, for, I
5: will definitely okay. uh contemplate that. Um, hopefully one day uh, there's one in um
0: New York again.
2: There will not ever be another seminar in New York. We will never be in New York or California ever again. I'm just telling you that right now.
5: All right. Uh, I'll jump on it. I'll jump on the um, one, probably the one in
3: Denver. Okay. Yeah, and you've got you've got Cody over in Modis. That might be close to you. Uh, look at look in, at StartingStrength.org for the directory of coaches.
2: Right. All right. All right. Thanks for calling. Hey. hey Amen. This is Nische,
0: I'm um, from Chicago. I wanted to ask you, uh, in your recent episode about COVID-19, you talked about the uh, picking up handgun skills and training with handguns. And I have been meaning to pick up uh, that training, uh, say the uh, word. a compliment to my what,
2: strength. What kind of skills? Handgun skills? Handgun skills. Oh, pistol skills. Right. right.
0: Indeed. Indeed. And I have right. been meaning to pick them up in as a compliment to, with, uh, as a compliment to my strength training skills. Yes. So what kind of material would you recommend for a beginner, and what kind of weapon would you recommend a beginner to get uh, to train with handguns?
2: Well, you know uh, i'm I'm really not the guy to ask about that uh, uh, because i've I've got a different way of, of uh shooting my pistol than most people approve of. I point shoot. Uh, and I, cause I find that it's, I find it's, for me, it's for, for me, it's more efficient, uh, the way I train, but the way I train will be, uh, and, and learn how to do that are, is going to be universally reviled by all other pistol teachers. All other handgun teachers do, do completely disagree with the way I do it. And I probably am doing it wrong. The only thing is I can, with the minimal practice, I can put 50 rounds in a, in a pie plate at 10 feet. And for pistol, that's about all you need to be able to do. Uh, but most other people like to aim the gun and hold it with two hands and do all of this, you know, SWAT team looking shit. And, uh, uh, so. Nick, you've got a microphone. Why don't you help our friend from Chicago keep from getting killed?
3: The most widely available pistol that you can get is a a Glock 19. Uh, It's reasonably priced, easy to maintain, uh, easy to shoot. Uh, It's only got one kind of action. Um, You'll be able to find parts. Not that you'll need them. It'll never break. Uh, So Glocks are really good. There's other manufacturers. Smith & Wesson makes good guns. Um, but you know, for the price, I think a lot of us will agree Glocks. Rip's got a bunch of Glocks. We've all got Glocks. They're Glocks
2: really- are good, cheap, reliable guns.
3: Excellent guns. Uh, but you need, you, you're going to, you're going to need some training. Um, I mean, you can learn a lot from YouTube. You can learn a lot dry firing on your own, but, uh, it's a really good idea to go, go get a class.
2: Dry firing is probably the most important thing you can do by yourself. You need to learn to pick the gun up. In the correct position in your hand. Aim it and fire it, and you can only do that kind of a skill with lots and lots and lots of practice, lots and lots of repetitions for accuracy and precision. It's precisely the definition of practice.
3: If you've got what what I would do uh, is is go go buy yourself a gun. Uh, either find a friend who already shoots or go to a class and then pick up some basic skills and then practice dry firing and just get to the range as often as you can to practice it, it's uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna carry a gun if you're gonna have a gun you need to know how to use it you need to be proficient with it you've got to train with it uh, otherwise it's just a it's just a thing you collect you know and that that might be fine but if you're I've
2: got a lot of guns I don't shoot I just collect them because I like guns I think they're an excellent repository of of value. Absolutely. You know, guns don't depreciate. Yep. Guns never go down in value. You never lose money on a gun unless you buy it wrong. But, uh, you know, I'd never hesitate to buy another gun, you know, but if you're actually going to use one, then dry fire it, pick it up, handle it, dry fire it, get as familiar with it as you are your other hand. You've, you've got to get to the point where, Everything about the operation of that pistol is automatic. And the only way for that to happen is repetition, repetition, repetition. And repetition with a pistol requires dry firing because you can't afford to fire 2,000 rounds a week. Nobody can afford that unless you're being paid to shoot people with a gun.
3: (laughs) You come to a seminar, we'll take you shooting.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate
2: it. Thanks for the call.
3: 12 listeners on hold. Ready?
2: Hey, let's go, man. We're having so damn much fun today. Talk to me.
3: Hey,
6: Mark. This is Jess Walton. I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. How's it going?
2: Fine, sir. How are you? Oh, can't complain.
6: So the reason I'm calling is uh, my wife and I recently just purchased ourselves a home gym because pretty much the gyms in Ohio have been closed since about March. You know, a lot of people also, had that same
2: idea. Amazingly, Yeah, enough, actually so. I
6: ordered a, yeah, I ordered a power bar from, uh, Texas barbell and still waiting on that one, but I've heard good things. So hopefully that one comes out soon. But the reason I was calling was given us owning this home gym and everything else. I've been trying to get my wife into the same program that I've been following with yours because I've been following a program now for quite a few months her only concern is that she has pretty severe cases scoliosis where not only does her back twist, but Mm -hmm. it also like it curves and it also twists her sternum and she's concerned with like back squatting, possibly Mm -hmm. affecting her spine even more. And I don't know if you've ever experienced any clients like
2: that. We've had people with scoliosis trained for years and years. What, uh, how old is she? Uh, she'd be 28, 28. Uh, All right. Here's, here's her choice. She is going to have scoliosis the rest of her life. You can't fix scoliosis. Hopefully nobody's talked her into Harrington rods. Here's the choice. You can have scoliosis and have a weak back or scoliosis and have a strong back.
6: Yeah. I mean,
2: ideally, you just, ideally, you just have to, you, you have to do the best technique that you can manage. You have to your your technique has to be as good as it can possibly get, given the asymmetry. Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, now, do you think starting off with deadlifts first would actually help strengthen her back up and like protect it a little bit more before starting with squats? Possibly. Yeah. How strong
2: is the girl now?
6: She's fairly strong. She swam all of her time in high school. Worked out consistently ever since I've known her. So, I mean, she's a fairly strong individual, but yeah. she does a lot of machine exercises instead of just compounds. <clears throat>
2: compound. Well, let me, let me make a suggestion, okay? If she's already pretty strong, her deadlift is going to be way stronger than her squat when she starts training anyway. I think she starts off her squats with whatever weight she can manage with correct technique. And then when... Uh, she does her deadlifts, they will be sufficiently heavier than the squat that she will, in effect, be strengthening the spine with the, with the deadlift more effectively than the squat. I think what you'll find is when she, when she starts training, we, we won't need to wait on the squat. You know, if, if the first day she starts squatting, she squats – three sets of five with 65 well she's going to deadlift 115 the same day because she'll be that much stronger on the deadlift the deadlifts a shorter range of motion for the hips and knees it's automatically a stronger exercise so just start her off like that I think she'll be okay now she's never going to squat 300 she'll probably never deadlift 405 but she can be a hell of a lot stronger than she is now and that's that's the idea. I don't think she's going to hurt herself uh, squatting and deadlifting.
6: Start to feel pain in her back, then ideally maybe just kind of like back off her a little bit.
2: And I would start her off. How tall is she? About 5'8". I'd start her off with a belt. And I think she sure needs, I think, both of you. How tall are you? I'm six foot four. Well, you possibly could wear a 4-inch belt, but she needs a 3-inch belt. Yeah,
6: I've got actually a four inch belt, and I just started recently using it. Just because the weight started, it's just starting to get up enough where the belt is helping just right. enough, well, especially just with the bracing.
2: You, she needs a three inch belt, and and our friends at uh, Dominion sell the starting strength belts, and those are the best quality belts on the market, bar none. I would check into that. Uh, she might our,
3: have. She might have some. Bar asymmetries yeah, she may.
2: She may have. Uh, she may have to set the bar uh, in an offset position on her shoulders in order to keep the load symmetrical over her hips because of her back asymmetry. This is one of those things that I would just have to see before I could tell you exactly what to do with it. But uh, as it as a ge- to answer the general. To answer the general question, she, she does need to train, and, and with scoliosis, she'd rather have a strong back than a weak.
7: All right, I'll go ahead and okay. give her logic. Appreciate Thanks. it.
2: Thanks for the call. Hey, hello, talk to me.
7: Hello, um, this is John from New York. I'm just calling in. Um, obviously, in New York, it's very hard to get a hold of uh, you know, weight, and we can't go to the gym, and I don't think right. we're going to the gym.
2: Yeah. You're not allowed to go to the gym. You're not allowed.
7: Oh, you're not allowed to be healthy.
2: You're not allowed, you know, because somebody besides you gets to make decisions about your health in New York. But it's, are you in New York City?
7: No, I'm actually on Long Island.
2: Oh, are you? Well, it's a little bit more removed, but you're, yeah, you're fucked either way. So anyway.
7: So uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, I'm training at home. Fortunately, a couple of years ago, I invested in a, uh, a squat rack. In the local sporting goods store. Good. Um, with uh, weight that goes up to 300 pounds, so I'm able to do uh, chin ups at home, barbell rows, upright rows, bench deadlift, squat. But um, I've now reached my limit. You know, well, I've been training now for seriously for about two years you know, on good programming, and I've now run out. You know, the, my maxes are way over 300 pounds on every on every lift except for the overhead press and bench press. Um, so for like my squats and my deadlifts, I've had to rely on now more higher rep work, which is a little bit of a pain because I like fives. Um, so I just wanted to get your stance on the 20 reps, uh, set squats that people do like the Widowmaker squats, you know, as an alternative for training the squat right now.
2: Well, uh, 20 rep squats don't work. They don't work for anything they're supposed to work for. All right. And, uh, They are primarily a psychological test. You know, I think you ought to do them once just to see what, see what you can do with them. But, uh, you're going to want to do those about six weeks and then you'll have to quit because you can't stand it anymore. Uh, you're sore all the goddamn time. They don't make you stronger. Uh, and all the reps or, you know, you've heard, like everybody else has, that hypertrophy comes from higher reps, higher volume, whatever. Uh, what happens to a man's legs and hips and back if his squat goes from 200 to 500 and his deadlift goes from 225 to 525? Uh, he gets bigger. Yes. Doing sets of five. He gets bigger. So it's not the reps. Okay. This is silly. It is so embedded in the academic exercise physiology, though, that it's impossible to, to get away from this bizarre, uh, this is what people say who have never done it themselves. Uh, you get your sets of five real, real strong, then you get real, real big. Because that's the mechanism by which things get strong. It doesn't require 8 to 12 reps for three to for 5 to 6 sets of 9 to 12 different exercises on a machine. Okay. Uh, why can you not come up with a pair of plates? Oh, you need two 45-pound plates.
7: Well, that's the thing. I want to be able to get – so as a gym owner yourself, I know – Right now, it seems to be firearms and weight plates seem to be a very hot commodity. And in fact. To get a pair. Pieces,
2: but all you, you need is a pair. Make some calls. Oh, I w- Pull a string. You know, twist yeah, right. an arm. Right. You don't know anybody that will loan you a pair of forty fives.
7: I, I hate to tell you, but I'm one of the only people that I, in my family that lifts weights, and now the gyms are all closed. You know, you have to go online, and if you go online, you're spending upwards, of sometimes a thousand dollars for a pair of forty five pound plates. You
2: know Are something? you serious? Yeah, A thousand dollars for a pair of forty five pound plates?
3: That's out. That's out there. Yeah, you know, you know, something you might want to try is. Uh... Contact a local gym and see if they'll rent you equipment.
7: You know, I thought about that, and, I, and I, but you, d- d- nobody's open. You know, it's like you, nobody's even there. When you call in, you just get a just get a you
1: know, Right? Get-
2: yeah. the The <laughs> fitness industry's been destroyed in in New York. It's uh, absolute. It's a wasteland. I cannot believe what that fucking idiot has done to his state. And he'll probably be reelected. He'll be reelected. And, and you know, you just have approval to approval
3: ratings are like it's eighty percent or some shit. It's yeah, insane. well,
2: according to the polls, the polls are always well, of, course, of course, right? Po- polls are always wrong. Uh, but it still would not surprise me that these idiots in New York would reelect this fucking criminal, even after he's killed ten thousand of them in the in the nursing homes up there. I just saw a statistic today. Did you know? Do you know how the state of New York calculated nursing home deaths? They called a nursing home death the event during which you die in the nursing home, on the property of the nursing home. So for the people that were dying in the nursing home, they got ambulanced to the hospital. That was not a nursing home death.
3: Oh, Jesus. Nice.
2: Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. So God knows how many they actually killed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, that's interesting. Isn't it? But uh,
3: So if he can't uh, get another plate, what should he do? Just, he needs to move. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he, needs, he should already have moved.
7: That's why, that was my follow-up. I mean, you Johnson, need to move. I mean, you, hey,
2: you, you don't he need us to moved. tell you you need to move, do you? <laughs> yeah. You, you, you already know himself, you need to move.
7: Doesn't exist.
2: Now, It there may be some inertia. You know, there may be things mitigating against you moving. But you know goddamn good and well that you need to move out of this totalitarian shithole. You don't need the governor of your state telling you what to do with your time and your health. You know, get the fuck out of there, man. How how old are you? I'm 25. You're 25. You can get in your car. (laughs) You put all your underwear and your shirts and your shoes and your pants in the back seat of the car, and get a couple of books, and and just fill it up with gas and drive. You're 25 years old. What the hell are you waiting on? There'll never be. I'm telling you, there there'll never be an easier time to do it than now. You you wait till you're 45, you're fucked
3: head south head south until you hit the beach
2: yeah (laughs) head south until the people speak french (laughs) (laughs) and then keep going or something like that
7: (laughs) i'm with you rip i told my fiance we're getting out of here as soon as we get well
2: you're gonna have to make room in the backseat for her shit too look get married where you're going to yeah. Is there something magical about being married in New York? No, we're
7: not getting married in New York. So that's well, good. About.
2: Put her in the car this afternoon and get the hell out of there. I, I mean, you're living in uh, these people. You, you see what they've done to the economy of New York City. Oh, good God. You can't give an apartment away in New York City. Right now, you can't find a tenant for commercial retail space in New York City right now. And this has taken them four months. You know, when are you going to be able to go down on the street, on the sidewalk in Manhattan and buy human flesh for consumption? Can't be more than a couple more days. You know, they're eating. They'll be eating people in New York. It's. You got to get the hell out of there. All right. You're on long Island. You have no choice, but to drive through New York one more time to get the hell out of there. Do it while the traffic is down. Okay.
7: (laughs) It's not even down anymore. I hate to tell you, Rip. It's not even down anywhere. People are back to traveling. It's just out of control.
2: Well, then you're going to have to, you're, you're just going to have to punt, man. Leave early in the morning. You leave about four in the morning, you'll miss the traffic, you know? Yeah. So absolutely. grow oh, some balls, man. I appreciate the advice. Thanks for the call. All right. There's the ringy dingy sound. Talk to me.
8: Hi, uh, Rip. Thanks for taking my call. This sure. Is Bryant from Texas. Uh, I'm actually calling about my wife, though. Uh, right. I've noticed when she squats, the uh, the bar sits on her back quite unevenly. And I notice it's not just when she has a bar on her back, when she's just standing. Her her right shoulder is a bit higher than her left, and it's just really exaggerated with, you know what uh, I could, or if that can be fixed, and if it can't, what to do to mitigate any problems with that?
2: Well, there's an asymmetry somewhere within your wife. And uh, there may be several asymmetries within your wife, but the ones we would be concerned with would be a leg length discrepancy, or some scoliosis. Then we just addressed the scoliosis issue with the previous caller. But uh, if she's asymmetrical, something's asymmetrical, and it's probably not just where she self-selects the position of the bar. Uh, the, the, obviously, the first thing to try is to put the bar, stand behind her when she takes the bar out of the rack, put the middle, the center neural of the bar in the dead ass middle of the space between her shoulders and have her walk it out and see what that looks like. Now she may have it every once in a while, somebody starts squatting with a painful shoulder and they just self-select an asymmetrical grip and the asymmetrical grip places the bar asymmetrically on their back that occasionally occurs. And if that fixes it, if you can just put the damn thing in the middle, and you may have to make an asymmetrical grip to to make her shoulders accommodate such a thing. And if that fixes it, that fixes it. But probably something else is going on, and this is one of these things that can't be done over the phone.
3: Now, she's, let's be clear here. So if she's standing there, did you say that when she's standing without a bar, she's standing straight up, her shoulders are not level? <clears throat>
2: That's correct. So, in that and, case, do you just you would just leave the bar? In 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 that case, uh, something is wrong with her back symmetry. Uh, and I, you know, if I if if I was standing there coaching her, I could probably figure out what it is. And, and under some circumstances, we would leave the bar. Uh, not level. You know, you just make sure the bar is collared. If that's, if everything else is straight under that and she's carrying one side higher than the other for whatever reason, and it can't be rendered symmetrical, then we just leave it asymmetrical as long as it's not too bad. It's not the end of the world. But, uh, this is one of these things that I just have to see. You're in Texas. Yes, sir. Where do you live?
8: Uh, the rural area south of Dallas.
2: Well, if you can manage to get up here some someday, I'll be glad to look at it for you. Uh, just take take the bar out of the and Just see what the hell's wrong with her. You know, I can lay her down on the ground and check her leg length for a discrepancy. We can look at her back and look for a scoliosis. Or, I mean, what this is. This can be figured out. I just can't do it over the phone without seeing what I'm looking at. But if you'd like to come up here, just let us know when you'll be here. And I'll be glad to look at her for you.
9: All right. Okay. Thank you very much.
2: Thanks for the call. What's on your mind?
9: Uh, my name is Travis. 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 My name is Travis. I live in, uh, central Illinois. I'm a shot put in discus store. Okay. Uh, Pritzker decided to fuck me over and decided that I needed to be weaker this year because
2: yeah. Yeah. I was getting stronger on your yeah. novice yeah. program. Who did the fucking your strength coach? Pritzker. Pritzker, oh, the governor, the governor governor. Governor Pritzker. Yes. Well, you can take some consolation, take some consolation from the fact that you're not the only one that your governor fucked over this year. No. Uh, Millions of Ohioans should vote accordingly in the next election. So what did he do to you?
9: Well, I was on my way with the novice progression. I was trying to get up to five hundred pounds for reps. I was at right. four thirty five right and then the next day everything was shut down so i've been I have a three hundred pound York barbell set at home, and that's what I've been having to use.
2: Yeah, it's just not enough. I mean, how tall are you? I'm six foot four two forty five yeah, you're about thrower size uh Power
3: cleans you and snatches.
2: Know, power cleans and snatches. you got to do that. But you got to get stronger. You've got to get your press up over 300. You, you have to get your press up over 300. You've got to get your bench up over 400. you you got to be squatting over six. got to be deadlifting 650. You just have to. And you just have to figure out a way to do that. And if that means uh, stealing into the uh, rogue plant, three o'clock in the morning and loading up (laughs) six 45 pound plates to take home with you that's just what you have to do you just need some plates you just need some plates you're gonna have to find some plates you know there's no other way to do this you can't get strong without more plates right because strength is heavy weight no other analysis If you get your squat up over 600, then you can't get strong enough to squat 600. (laughs) So, uh, I, you know, you're going to, do you have any buddies that you guys could pool your shit together and make a better gym out of?
9: You know, I have a coworker who's supposed to get some weights from his dad. He has a barbell rack and everything like that. So that would be more consistent training.
2: I think you guys ought to throw in together and, uh, you know, put the gym in whatever's the most central location and you get three or four other guys to bring their shit with them. And I think you probably get past this. Okay. But you're going to have to start thinking outside the box.
9: The gyms are open right now, but that doesn't mean he's not going to shut it down. He's been threatening. Like yeah, crazy. You,
2: you can't tell what a fascist, Authoritarian dictator is going to do because it's not about anybody's will except his saying he Decides what you get to do because he's very powerful And this is look this is the nature of evil Evil Is the desire for power over other people? And it is so cleanly demonstrated over the past four months. I don't know how anybody can, I I, I don't know how anybody could, could not fail to fail to see this because Cuomo and Pritzker and that bitch and fucking Michigan. What the hell's her name? Ah, It doesn't matter. That fucking bitch in Michigan, that fucking bitch. That's the mayor of Seattle. All of these people have shown themselves clearly to be evil people. It's their, desire their wishes their power and you have got to figure out a way around that all right and you and three or four of your buddies that want to train have to pool your resources find a garage set your shit up in the garage and get back to work here i mean if you intend to throw i i don't know maybe this thing will maybe track season will be allowed to take place this spring i don't know it looks as though football is not going to be allowed to be played this fall anywhere i college football's college football's gone you know the nfl's gone you know all the most organized sports are not going to survive this really if you stand back and look at this at, at the very top levels, organized sports uh, are uh, conducted at the whim of very powerful people. And if the president of the university says the football team doesn't practice, then the football team doesn't practice. And if the president of the Big Ten Conference says that we're not going to hold football season this year, then, you know, here's an interesting question – do the kids still get the scholarships? Do they get to go to school? Are they? Do they? Is school going to be held online? You know, if if school is going to be held online, what's what's tuition worth? You know, I mean, the classrooms kind of what you're gotta paying pay for. They got to pay the rent, though. They got to pay the they utilities. Can, they got to pay, pay the. Pay the the groundskeepers the, who are not working. The groundskeepers, out. all of that, you know, they can just let Johnson grass grow in the yard of all those Ivy League schools. For all anybody gives a shit, if all everybody's at home, what difference does you know? What difference does that make? Uh, I wonder if the parents who are paying their school property taxes for schools not going to be held. What do you think? Will there be compensation for that, or? Ah. oh yeah
3: yeah rebate oh tax they're gonna rebate yeah. they'll
2: rebate everybody's property tax i'm yeah. sure you know they'll do that because that's the right thing to do oh god so look you guys have got to got to get together and make yourselves a little gym and you know what you might find out you might find out that other people want to join the damn thing and if you keep it on the down low you know Keep everybody quiet about it. You may be able to make a couple of bucks here. So let us know how that turns out. All right.
3: Will do. Thank you. Uh,
2: Thanks for the call.
3: Let's see what this person wants. All right. Let's Let's see see what this one wants. Hello.
2: You there?
3: Uh,
5: I
0: am. Well,
2: good. How can I help you today? Uh,
0: Well. So my wife and sister-in-law have a, uh, a genetic defect uh, such that they don't absorb folic acid very well. Oop. And one of the common effects of this uh, is that their, their connective tissue is spongier than for most people. What's the it name of this disorder? Means, uh, so it's an MTHFR polymorphism. And the, the extreme version is called Ehlers-Danos syndrome.
2: Ehlers-Danos, I've heard of that, yes. And that's a folic acid d- defect,
0: huh? Uh, yeah, it's one of the many things that can be wrong. It's like right. a family of disorders. They, they have uh, the version where... So what we call a syndrome. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: so their version is mostly limited to hypermobility of the joints, right. and they're really prone to sprain injuries. Right. Um, I'm trying to convince them to lift weights rather than do things like Pilates. Yes. Uh, and I'm curious if there's any yes. any substantial modifications to the big lifts or anything that we should be on the lookout for, uh, particularly in terms of adaptation response of their joints and tendons, right. uh, even though their muscles can sort of keep pace.
2: Well, their joints and tendons will adapt to a certain extent, along with their muscles. All right. The 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 value for these people of strength training is the larger muscle bellies, which tend to produce more joint stability than smaller muscle bellies. And that ought to be obvious to everybody that's thought about it for more than about five seconds. All right. Execution of the lifts is, is going to be a problem for people with Ehlers-Danlos because of the fact that where everybody else perceives lockout and the end of the range of motion at a certain, at a certain position through the proprioception provided by the tightness of a fully extended joint. Uh, these people can't sense that. And so they're going to have to learn, for example, where the bottom of the squat is. That to be, you have to be. Very careful about putting her back into a position of hips behind the knees and not let her squat below, you know, an inch below parallel. She needs to, and she'll have to learn where that position is, where the rest of us can feel it, right? She'll have to be very careful to not hyperextend her elbows at the top of the bench press or the top of the press. She'll have to be very careful about her chest up position at lockout with a stable torso in normal anatomical extension in the deadlift. So all of these positions that are relatively normal to everybody else, she's going to have to learn them. And you're going to have to figure out ways to teach them to her but if you can do that if you can rise to the coaching challenge here she'll be far better off training with weights than than she would be if she just did this silly shit in the floor yeah
0: you know? uh I, mean, I know all the gyms are closed and everyone's falling to pieces but the, her right. sister's just falling apart and just won't won't listen
2: well if the you know here's the deal if 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 you feel like having an argument about this go ahead but that that may not be real productive because one of the things that we know about men mansplaining things to their to their wives is that sometimes it doesn't go over as well as you thought it would it's what's perfectly logical to her to you this is going to piss her off Sorry. Yeah.
0: We've been together for 15 years. I've, I've had a few of those arguments so far. I sure, <laughs> sure. I'm gonna I'm going to try real hard on this one just
2: cuz uh, yeah, think yeah.
0: fall apart at 37. It's not, you not
2: know, good. It's not good. It's not good, you know. She'll uh, end up getting hurt real bad uh, when she could have prevented it if she had listened to this argument. Uh, you know, feel free to post this on the board too. Where the discussion can be written down. All right? Thanks for the call. I
0: have one. Oops. Hey,
3: you, you don't said get the magic
2: You don't get but one. You said the magic I did say so the magic the word. We got people waiting.
3: I, you tell me to do things, I do it. I'm That's good.
2: That's the I'm way it ought to be. That's exactly the way it ought to be. Hello. Hello.
3: Hey, what's going on, Rip? This is Cody from
8: California. Um, hey, I'm an aspiring starting strength coach. Uh, the question I have for you, sir, is you know I'm I'm a fo- unfortunately not around a lot of starting strength gyms or coaches, uh, so so I have no one that I can go to to.
2: Where are you in California?
8: I'm in I'm in Sacramento. Uh, the last starting strength coach that I know that was over here was Jared Nestlin, Yeah, he But I believe he's it. in Colorado now. He's in
2: Denver. Yes.
8: Yes, sir. Um, so you know, the question I had for you was, you know, how do you, how do you recommend I try to gain experience before coming to a seminar? Uh, you know, besides being able to coach, you know, two or three friends and, and try to apply the principles in your books to them. Right. You know, um, you know, I, I don't want to go to say, uh, you know, a certifying organization like NASM, you know, that teaches principles that are pretty much the opposite of what you teach. Right. You know, so, so how do you think I could try to, uh, Gain some experience.
2: Well, you're not going to gain experience going to NASM anyway. Unless it you, you don't gain experience coming to us. You gain experience in your gym coaching your lifters. Where do you train right now?
8: Right now I'm, I'm training at Gold's Gym over here, and then there's uh, Evolution Fitness uh, as well. Um, but other than that, I, I just train in my garage.
2: Do you have anybody that you coach at the gym you're attending right now?
8: Uh, I do not because, uh, they will not hire me without a certification.
2: Will they allow you to train somebody else in the gym if you're not working on their clock?
8: Uh, negative. They will not.
2: Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, well, uh. I don't know. I mean,
3: one of the, one of the approaches is to get a, a easy, get an easy weekend certification and go get a job at Gold's Gym if you're not yeah. doing anything else. At, at Gold's Gym, I know they'll let you do whatever you want, so you can teach people barbell training.
2: Yeah, it, you, could, you could get your NASM certification uh, in about an hour and a half anyway. I don't know why you wouldn't go ahead and just do that, you know.
3: <clears throat> and then about every two months, you need to beg Adam Lorentzen in Reno to allow you to come watch him coach. Just take a two-hour drive.
2: Just drive up the hill. I mean, you're gonna. You got D'Agostino at, over there too. D'Agostino is in Reno, and Lauritsen's in Reno. You got two starting strength coaches, very good ones. Two hours from the house, and well, it's three hours. But it's just drive up 80 and uh, spend the afternoon in Reno once a month, and uh, let them, uh, you know, teach you what they can if you if. If they, uh, if they want to, you know, you may have to bring them something. You know, you could you could bring them things. You could, you know.
3: You bring Lortz in a 20-ounce steak, he might let you hang out.
2: Right. Yeah. Nice big prime, a steak. A steak. A big prime 20-ounce ribeye. He'd probably respond to that positively. <laughs> uh, D'Agostino, uh, D'Agostino, what would D'Agostino want? A puppy. He would like the cake. He'd like a puppy. would eat the cake. He would eat the cake. Yeah, but he's he's a dog guy.
3: Yeah, bring him a puppy too.
2: <laughs> bring him a puppy. We have a coaching prep course on the website. Coaching prep course is what you need to do. You need to if you're want to be a starting strength coach and you're not already enrolled in the coaching prep course, you're just not serious, man. Yeah, just, D- you just got to get serious.
3: Here. And D'Agostino is one of the mentors, so you can. Yeah. Uh, you have that kind of almost local connection there.
2: You know, you meet him through the coaching prep course and develop a relationship with him. But in terms, I, I'm I'm happy that you understand that coaching experience is required for for this process to be completed. You're going to have to find somebody to coach, and. Uh, You're just going to have to advertise your services. I really think it's a Nick's suggestion that you get a little bullshit weekend certification and, uh, try to let get, get toward goals. will let you coach some people. And that's the only way to get this done is, is on the platform, standing there coaching. That's the only way you get experience at coaching is to coach. Okay. All right, man. Thanks for the call. All right, that's enough of this. All right, wrap it that's up. enough of this. Let's wrap let's, up let's wrap wrap up the podcast. And well, you know, I have to say that this turned out a little bit better than I thought it was going to. Uh we didn't get any idiots calling except for that third guy. And uh
3: that was commitment cuz he waited probably 20 minutes to do that. He was He was committed. He thought he was clever. He, he thought he was real clever.
2: Right. Yeah. But It was edited out, so you guys don't know what we're talking about right now. (laughs) An idiot called. So, all right. Appreciate your being here. You got anything you want to add to that? When are we going to do this again? You want to do this? Let's do it again. I don't know, in a few weeks. Once a month or something like that. Once a month, that'd be great. We'll pick a topic next time. Pick a topic for you to talk to us about. And uh, we could talk about injuries one time. We could talk about... uh, Relationship advice. Relationship advice. We could talk about uh, uh, politics. We could talk about, uh, you know, the best source for human flesh on the streets of Manhattan. You know.
3: Living off the grid.
2: Living off the grid. That'd be a good topic. That'd be a great topic. A great topic. I have some experience with solar and well water and and, uh, rain catch. You know, got some experience with that. Uh, talk about, uh, oh, I don't know, boob jobs, our favorite boob jobs.
3: We could bring in some examples.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or we could let people send us examples. <laughs> Take examples from the, from the viewers. This sort of thing. Well, okay. Thanks for being here. For Starting Strength Radio, we will talk to you next week on Friday.